So now it's my draw. And I got a left or right. Oh, who would be better in bed? Who's my left or right? Maxwell or Diana? I don't know. They're both seasoned. <laughs> they both for sure have been around the loop. I feel like, well, and they're both not gold star by any means. Huh. It's true, I'm not. Huh. That's a really good question. I mean, I'm going to give it to Diana just because I don't want Maxwell to win. But I yeah, have comfort in knowing that I lost because I you don't want to, you don't think I'm a better lay, so. That, that's a tough one. I mean, like, look, I've heard rumors about both of you, so. <laughs> Very well known around the Chicago metropolitan area. <laughs> Tony Soto Show. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I voted and it counted. And Diana DeLuna. Hello, America. We're still here. Um, we, nothing so, burned down. Nothing, nothing burned, burned down. down. Nothing yeah. burned down. Nothing burned down. I mean, nothing's been called. <laughs> Like, well, it's been called, but it hasn't been called by who needs to be called. Uh, guys, b before we start anything, um, the opener that you heard to just now uh, was actually taken because the Tony Soto Show team had a team building night uh, over the weekend. And that we was played, team building. And we, and we played a little game called it's kind of a funny story and this is kind of a funny story it's a new game that is coming out today their kickstarter actually launches today on november 11th um it's a fun storytelling card game and the audio that you just heard was me explaining why uh i think that like it was an unfair uh comparison on which was better in bed either diana or maxwell esposito you know, I was getting onto this show today and I was really kind of butthurt, not literally, but figuratively <laughs> butthurt that um, I was not picked. I, I just was, I really you know, still can't get over that, but like, I'm, I just, I feel like I've been saying this all week. The math is clear. Just accept the math. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know how to count, so I'm not going to do math. No, it's not even that. It's literally just my competitive spirit because we were down to like it was it was down to like you had six points and Diana had six points. And if I gave you a or Diana had like five points or something, and if I gave you that point, you would have won. And I'm sorry, I just can't have you be winning. I think you were just salty that I said I'd rather travel with Diana than <laughs> travel with you. Not travel, no, live. Live. Oh. You said you'd rather live with Diana, not just travel. Travel, I understand. I could be a little bitchy at travel. <laughs> Li live, travel, 12 hours, six hours, Diana. <laughs> Every time. Uh, well, listen, listeners, honestly, uh, our friends at Pop House Collective out of Chicago uh, gave us a test run of this game called It's Kind of a Funny Story. Their Kickstarter launches today. So go to their Kickstarter. Uh, look out for the uh, project creator, which is Pop House, such as P-O-P-H-A-U-S Collective. And the project is called It's Kind of a Funny Story. 
It's a really, really fun card game where you kind of get to know people, right? We got to know each other a little yeah, better, right? I enjoyed I, it. I did too. And I thought it was cool because they, am I wrong? They developed this before COVID. So it wasn't meant, it was meant to be an in-person game, but it played really well over Zoom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like within the realms of like the card against cards against humanity kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, where it's like, uh, they give you a prompt and you just go with it. And honestly, we had a super fun time. It was fun to share stories with each other and laughing. And honestly, it's true. We can do it anywhere because not only did we do it on Zoom, but Diana did it from her car in a parking lot of the laundromat while her husband did laundry. So we could do, and Taco Bay joined us. It's uh, true, he did. Which, which was also very fun. So it's a fun family affair. So thank you again to Pop House Collective for letting us try out your game. We hope you have so much success with the uh, Kickstarter launch and uh, we'll do our best to promote it any way we can. Uh, Maxwell, how are you? How are you? I am so good. I'm thriving. I mean, I'm just enjoying the things, the fruits in life that I've been handed, you know? (laughs) Things could be way worse. I never do know, Maxwell. I just need you to know. (laughs) I was editing your next millennial moment. And there was one part that I had to just listen to three or four times because no, I didn't get it. <laughs> oh. you're, like, you're like, oh, you know, everything's like a, a mood that you're in and your mental vibe. And blah. I was like, what are we even going on about? But we were just I'm talking happy about the you. vibes and the moms and the such as, you know, <laughs> cars and things and nouns and <laughs> vowels. It's been a great time. What has been going on? I mean, it was Halloween. We had a presidential election. We had the election. That's kind of the thing that, like, you know, dominated uh, everything, you know? It felt like, like one long day from from how, Halloween. How, like, emotionally exhausting was that? <sighs> like, for real? You know, I didn't realize how exhausting it was until the news media announced Biden the winner. Because like, as soon as, because like, we didn't even get that relief on election day. I mean, like when I went to sleep at 3 a.m. on election day, uh, Michigan was red, Wisconsin was red, Georgia was still red. Like, you know, the only hope was, oh shit, Arizona looks to be blue. And honestly, I slept three hours that night and I woke up the next day and then like Michigan had switched. You know, uh, Wisconsin had to switch and Georgia was looking like it could switch. So but but don't worry, world. We still had to wait till Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And we're yeah. still waiting and we're still I mean, waiting and we're see. still waiting. You know, like Donald Trump hasn't conceded. Diana, how are you? I- Oh, uh, you know, I was reveling in that big, long day, too. Um, I have literally never taken a personal day from work. And I just (laughs) checked into work and I did the most important stuff. And I told my boss, I need a personal day. I just my body can't handle this. Then I came in the next day and she was like, you know what? I like this personal day thing. Let's all take a fucking personal day. Did you get two personal days? Yeah, I got two personal days to just... (sighs) And mostly I drank some canned wine and smoked weed and watched. Um, oh, can I thank you so much, uh, Maxwell, for bringing me back to ABC News and oh. David Muir. Not Isn't only he so handsome. I love David Muir, but it reminded me of my OG daddy, George Stephanopoulos. Oh, my God. Love what do you mean? Daddy Stephanopoulos. Wait, wait, wait. Did you somehow leave? You know, I, because... I haven't been watching uh, like AB. I don't like to watch those kind of news programs. I just like to read my LA Times and like the week and get the, I, I haven't, but, but over this last week, I've had to watch these talking heads and, oh, he just brings such class and 
Mm. Integrity. Integrity and, uh, and just, ugh, I love yeah, him. Yeah, plus I think he's a gay. So I'm pretty sure he's a gay. I'm pretty he's sure. A gay his wife mind. is one of my favorites from, his wife is from In Living Wait, Color. Wait, he's married? Yes. They both oh, maybe. Married. No, no. Wait, are we talking about David or, or George? Oh, I was talking about George Stephanopoulos. Yeah, no, George is married to a a, a comic. I was like some mm-hmm. stand-up comedian. Like, no, but no, no, but David, I think, is a gay. Like, oh. I, I think I, I, this because this, this is only based on the fact that he's friends with Kelly Ripa, and I think that, I think that Kelly Ripa is only friends with gay men. But <laughs> like, I watch George all election day. Like, I love my he is my Greek daddy, and I love yep. some George Stephanopoulos because you know he just has a big old dick, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a size queen. Honestly, if I could live my real truth, big dicks frighten me. Um, but, you know, I love a, I love a top who is a, who is shorter. And, you know, he's like yes. five something. And, you know, he's tall. You know, he's short, but, you know, he just got like a big old meaty dick. And I was like, I'd like to see it. You know, That's literally <laughs> my type <laughs> right there. I like a compact man. See, I like, like, I like a, him almost dead. So I really like <laughs> too. See, I like a tall bottom and a short top. I don't know what it is, but it's I like to watch a top know. work for it. I, you know, I'm like, listen, I'm a tall person and I want to know how much you like to climb, you know? <laughs> In LA, it's socially and it's hard. <laughs> wait i have a question for you guys it was especially, especially diana so my sister recently reached out to me and told me about how she had socially distanced and like did a socially distanced gathering and somebody came texted her and let her know that they lost their sense of smell and she was like super freaked out and she works with the public and i was like oh we'll just go get tested and she was so confused and i was like this is such a straight people thing not knowing their status and like i just kept comparing it to like how gay people have like we take prep and constantly have to have this conversation with our body and my sister just has never had to do that because i was like what's the big like she was like afraid to even find out so like Diana, like, do you get tested regularly, Diana? Is that so, something you do? Like, tell us. My husband gets tested twice a week and I don't go anywhere. I work from home and I go to the same grocery store at the same time every day so that I'm exposed to the same cashiers. Like, I don't fuck <laughs> around. His show doesn't end till December 1st. Like, we need him to be able to go to work. So uh, I feel very safe. My niece is one of the little COVID nurses. So she's come to the house a couple times and given me the antibody and the oh. stuff shit up on my nose. So I feel like we're very safe. I think there's idiots in every demographic who sure, sure. just don't want to deal with reality. Well, I, and I think the thing is, is like, especially now when we're getting on the holiday time, like I, I'm sticking to what Biden said when he's like, we're going to have a dark winter. And uh, I, yep. I, I, mean, I see, and, and this is the kind of thing too. It's like, people are like, oh, you know, I put together this socially distanced party and, you know, like, you know, everyone who, and, and, and no matter what, almost always it ends up with, I invited the people I trusted and then I found out. And it's like, because you trust too fucking much. You know what I mean? Like stop mm-hmm. fucking trusting people. I'll tell you a good majority of the people that you know in your life are liars. So <laughs> especially, yeah. especially if it comes down to a point where they could possibly be shamed about something that isn't uh, 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 well recognized within like society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why we, we, were, we were fucking warned about the, the shy Trump voter. You know, it's like, cause people can't own their fucking shit. Cause no one wants to be held accountable for nothing. Right. And those, yep. those shy Trump voters were so rude. 
all 73 million of you however well, many of them i feel up. like i feel like the 1 million were the shy voters and i feel like the 70 were like his cult the you super loud I mean? ones that we knew about the ones in the comments yeah yeah the ones in the comments i mean and, and no I, I mean i've always known that people in america only care about their money i mean you yeah. could see by how people voted in the local elections mm -hmm. not a single person cared about anybody's wallets or agenda everybody was like let's read the cliff notes okay black lives matter defund the police yeah. vote out jackie lacy well, and like not care about anything else. but let's not talk about rent control this is the juxtaposition that we're dealing with right like what it comes down to is a lot of progressive states um who vote for biden voted for against poor people whereas like you have florida which uh you know it's looking went straight to trump like we had a close moment for like a second but it's gonna go well into into red and they voted for the 15 dollar an hour uh uh minimum right wage raise so it, they didn't it, even want to raise the voting age to 17 like that no. registration thing like what the fuck yeah and i like, don't think why? that and bail didn't go through right like the ending of cash bail that didn't end either right so but the wording on that was so tricky and yeah and the dsa was against that and black yeah. lives matter was too so right. it was like tricky but yeah no. that was a hard one when i was reading it too because it seems like yeah of course you would want to get rid of cash bail like uh but but really what it would come down to is like a judge having the power to discriminate against who is high risk and who is not yeah well yeah. well but but it would have left uh it, it would have left the door open for being like okay well i don't think rape is as serious as picking up stealing something from target i think that that was the problem with it all around is it would have left the door open to a lot of shit yeah and, and you, you know? know i mean like honestly you just need I, a better measure. i was torn on that one uh because you know i look at the propositions and i like to it's, this is my judge i like to read through it and when i was looking at that i mean i literally had to go to a progressive voting site to be like okay so how are we looking on this one <laughs> i had I was, to look at multiple because i wasn't sure were kidney I was dialysis like, I was like, how do I feel about why, kidney dialysis? Why are why do people hate people with weak kidneys? I don't understand why every election cycle they are coming for the people with the weak kidneys. I listen, America. I hope none of y'all get weak kidney kidneys because you do. It's almost as hard to get dialysis as it is to get an abortion in fucking New Orleans, which I mean. which basically New Orleans or basically Louisiana outlawed abortion basically so gross and what basically. about and then 71% of people voted against the Lyft and Uber thing well which Biden and but Biden said no we should vote no on that so everybody agreed with Biden and voted against Lyft, or go, voted with Lyft it's just wait, like wait 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 I'm confused so because Biden it was, it was no on no. 22 we were supposed right. to vote no on 22 and joe biden said we should also vote no on 22 but all of california voted for joe biden and still went against like, oh i see what you're saying okay like, okay sorry like yeah, yeah, why yeah. are people so stupid like if it's well like, because like silicon valley is a big special interest in this state like they have a lot of money they also own a lot of property you know and, they're, and i feel like they also i feel like they also kind of played I, I no, Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash definitely played politics in this situation because let's not forget for the past like uh, however months we've been for for this campaign, uh, getting a Lyft now takes fifteen to eighteen minutes. 
you know, uh, they don't, and if a car is far away, they usually bump you to someone closer and they don't, they stop doing that forever. So it's like, I, and I haven't been on a lift since, so I don't know. Neither have I, that sounds disgusting. I mean, our wait time know. still, our wait time still 15, 20 minutes for a fucking ride now that, you know, that's my question. So I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's an interesting time uh, politically. And this is what, this is what I think, and we'll go to break here in a second, but this is what I think um, we have to take from this is that, uh, okay, we might, we have potential for the Senate, but if we don't get the Senate, then the people have to be very active for the next four years because we have to be calling our senators. We have to be picketing and rioting, not rioting, excuse me. I don't think that there's any if. I think we have to do that regardless. Well, do you know, even if we do get the Senate, even if we do get the Senate. And we have to vote again in two years, not even yep. four years, two mm-hmm. years. Two years. Two years. Yeah, I mean, listen, what, my, what, what I want from the world to know is that the Senate is more important than the presidency. <laughs> Sorry, yes. it just it just truly what just, I want people to remember is read your local paper, subscribe to your local paper, because those are more important than the presidency. Those local laws that affect your everyday, like those are the things you can move the needle on. And support your local news, you know, because a yes, lot of your local your- news agents, you know, will are, are covering stories that you're not really getting on cable right. news because it's and not then they'll cut Croatia. to Daddy George Stephanopoulos. Oh, he's so they'll sexy. And he was so on point all Tuesday, was mm. just so on point, like in his swivel chair, being like, hey, what are you? what do you think and i was like i think i love you guys him him and david both just giving me all the dreams i was Mm -hmm. like i love election year (laughs) what a classic station that face was creepy guys well we're gonna see when we come back uh our guest this week is musician producer podcast co-host and good judy of the show big dipper we'll be right back Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Live. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. And as I mentioned before we went to break, guys, we have Big Dipper back on the show. Big Dipper! Hello! Hi, welcome. welcome. Thanks for having me back. So good to have you. I'm telling you, you look amazing right now. I can't get past it. I think that I think that an older Big Dipper is going to be a very sexy Big Dipper. I will. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I will say for a very long time, I have always said to myself... I think I'm going to hit my stride when I'm 40. I've just always thought I was like, I think it's going to be a later, like, I think I'm going to feel like myself. I think I'm going to like sit in my body a little bit. I'm just going to be the best person that I've yet to be when I'm 40. Are you 40? No, but I'm, you know, five years away. So I'm getting ready to my best uh, self. Oh, I we're about we're about worse. the same age, and I feel like yeah, I'm just starting to like age right into right. that beautiful like you know. I think that five years a lot could happen. Is all I'm saying. Oh, you, you think I'm gonna I... spiral and <laughs> it'll be my downfall in five? Listen, years? when I woke up, uh, when I woke up forty a year ago almost, uh-huh. I was like, you know, oh thank God, <laughs> you just making sure it's all still in place because. Sure. You know, we're from Illinois, so right. 40 looks different from where we're from, Dipper. Sure. So, like, we yeah, don't really have, so we think Ooh. about, like, what our what our parents look like at our age, and we're like, God, that's what I want to avoid. 
But you're drinking um, that Los Angeles filtered water, girl. so it's different. It's different here. It hits different. <laughs> it, it hits a lot different. I mean, I was thinking about that. Like, my last big album project was titled Late Bloomer, which I feel like is just the the best title for me across the board. And I kind of feel like it's genetic. Like, my dad didn't get married and have kids until he was 40. Like, he's an older wow. sort of parent. And um, I have just always felt like I, I, you know, like my new music video just came out and we shot it in February. And all these people are like, wow, that's a lot of people in a club and a lot of people making out for COVID times. And I was like, nope, Diva, I shot this pre-pandemic because I'm that slow at putting out material. So like, well, I feel like I'm a late bloomer across the board. And so basically having the idea in my head at, you know, 20 years old, in 20 years, you're gonna be the shit. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. You know, anything that I start now in 20 years, uh, when I'm 55, I'll be doing it for 20 years. Yeah. If I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I start playing guitar today, when I'm 55, I'll have been playing guitar for 20 years. It'll be amazing. <laughs> you know? Now, like, life is long. Life now, is you, long, Diva. you make jokes and yet it's so short. Now, you make you kind of make jokes on your show that you're that on, on your podcast, uh, that you're that you're slow at getting stuff done, but uh -huh. you are literally behind and constantly have been behind pretty much everything that you produce, right? Yeah, like, aren't you like at the helm of it? Like, yeah, from who the else beginning? would do it? <laughs> I, I thought I always thought that was the dream was I'm still trying to find someone to produce this show so I don't have to do it. Oh, uh, you know, I'm so over. <laughs> I was just I was just on the phone with a friend of mine, um, Tien, Tien Tran, comedian from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah we were just we were just chatting on the phone. We were talking about something. She was like, What happened to that pilot you were writing? It's like, hello, welcome to Los Angeles. We all have our pilots that we're writing. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't even consider myself a writer. Yeah. Um, but yes, there's a pilot in the back pocket somewhere. And she was like, what happened to that? And I was like, well, I love producing so much that that pilot, yeah, I would be writing and producing it with a friend of mine, but I would also be the star of it. And that's never my motivation. Like my motivation is like, let's, you know, make cool stuff with a bunch of people. And that's why I end up making videos that always involve like so many people. But you know, I think very different to a lot of people who are recording artists or put themselves out in the world. My motivation is not like, let me be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I think often my personal projects sort of like fall down the ladder of priority when I'm doing stuff with other people. Cause I go like, well, let's, you know, let's do this other thing first. <laughs> well, let's talk about ham and cheese because okay, yeah. it's your uh, newest EP. Yes. How many EPs have you released now? I don't know. I was looking it up. It's like the, uh, it's like almost fifty songs that I've written and released. So I think wow. I have three or four EPs and like one, what we would call a mixtape because it had sort of like samples that I didn't own. So I just put it out on SoundCloud. You remember when Dat Piff was a thing and you would download mixtapes on Dat? No, I have no idea. No, what you're I know that. Oh, that was like a very, that was, that's like a rap thing. Like when you like, like, you know, in, in the beginning of SoundCloud and like, like being an internet rapper, if, you know, Jay-Z had a big song, uh. you would take the beat and do your own verse on it. And then oh. you put out a mixtape and you didn't own any of the music because you didn't own any of the, the production, but you would put Got out the mixtape for free on SoundCloud or this website that was called Dat Piff that was 
the place that you could download zip folders full of free music that no one yeah. owned the rights to. I was always behind on any of that. Like, like when LimeWire came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, out. I had LimeWire. Uh, like, like I when, when I was always like, what is this? Wait, what What do I have to do? And also, I didn't have a home computer growing up because my, my father was Mexican, and I think he thought that it was the devil, so I'm not oh, really yeah. sure. But uh, I put so many viruses on my home computer downloading <laughs> LimeWire shit. Oh, man, I was grounded so many times for that. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, ham and cheese yes. because uh, – how so you're the, the the single that you released off of a backup off me yeah um now you've always been a slut uh-huh. uh you've always been very pro-sex you've always been like pro-body pro but, body. There, but there's like there's like more of a kink level to this uh single than i think i've seen from you before yeah what is that about? She getting kinky mm-hmm. in her old age since she's five whole years from 40? <laughs> well, she's I don't know. Wild I mean, at 35. <laughs> I mean, so uh, the Ham and Cheese EP is five songs, and I like to think of them as like sort of like a it's a varietal pack, you know? Uh, you know, the first single like this feels like really like a pop song. Uh, it's like a dancey pop song. Back Up Off Me, which is what we're talking about. It has sort of a rock and roll edge to it. It's, it's like so good. It's like yeah. live instrumentation. It's, it's like, the most rocky I think you've ever been. Exactly. And then the other songs, there's something fantasy feels more of like a rap track and ham and cheese is a song in there that's really like a club track or like a dance track that basically is made for a TikTok uh, challenge, the ham and cheese challenge, essentially. And then uh, there's a song called Club Go Up, which is a club banger. And so I, of course, every time I write a song, I envision a music video. Mm-hmm. for everything you know a lot of people a lot of people write like 20 songs and they'll be like this one gets the video but in my head they all get a video it's just about resources and time so <laughs> when I imagined back up off me I wanted to have it be a band I wanted it to be a club and it feels more aggressive and I was like let's go like leather let's go fetish let's like push it and then you know if you listen to the drums on it it has that sort of like hey mickey like cheerleader like mm, ka-ka, mm, ka, mm, ka-ka. <laughs> yeah, so i was yeah. like let's do leather daddies and cheerleaders please it, it, and that's exactly what you gave us now was that the eagle in la yes. was that the la legal yeah yeah, yeah, eagle? yeah. okay yeah I, we did it legally well, we'll see. This is my this is this is my question because you know you do take forever to get your stuff done, <laughs> and you know so you said you shot that in February, February, which was like a month right before we went into isolation. So when you were editing it and shit like that, were you nostalgic for uh for a warm Life? body? <laughs> <laughs> Completely. And there's even there were there were a couple clips that we didn't put in the music video, like on YouTube, but they've been circulating on Instagram as little sort of like teaser clips, like. There's a clip of me like just spitting in Hunter Hardin's face and then like licking his whole. And we were going to put that in the video, but I was like, even if I write a disclaimer that we shot this pre COVID, <laughs> you'll never get oh, everyone's going to yeah. be like, oh, that's irresponsible. And I'm like, I am, girl, I haven't seen another human in much. Like, I am so <laughs> like responsible. I mean, and I was like, not drag, don't, don't even try to drag me for being irresponsible. But it's I'm true. just slow. Like, 
I watch movies from the 90s and I'm like, ugh, disgusting. I did they <laughs> hold hands? <laughs> I watch reality shows and watch people walk down the street and I'm like, there's so many people there. It's like 2008. <laughs> right, right. But, like, oh my God. But here all the while during the pandemic, we have a bachelorette who uh, leaves a show early. So they fly another bachelorette in to finish the series. So I'm like, are we really taking it seriously? Oh my well, God. Well, and she was quarantined and standing by waiting for them whole, to call her. That whole set is quarantined that whole set was like hardcore locked wait down. did she leave with that guy that she fell in love with on the first night she was like it's over that's my husband mm-hmm. well the and the, the, the but the tea is they that they that, and, and i only know this and i don't know Good why i know America. this and i'm that's irritated why that, that's why yeah is that is that like is that like they might have been chatting before oh. like a pre-production oh they were so like oh kinda- i recognize you from tinder yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about COVID real yeah. quick. How yeah. have you been holding up uh, during this pandemic? Well, it's been really interesting. Um, you know, typically my summers are busy. Uh, I'm like really lucky as an independent artist that isn't a drag queen from TV. I do like book and travel and play pride events and perform. And so um, I had like a bunch of gigs and a bunch of money lined up to make and do uh, over the summer. And uh, the whole point was the EP and all these music videos. I was meant to like release them like May, June, July, you know, sort of like hit them with a bunch of videos and then be on the road and like play the videos behind me at my shows and travel around. And like, that was my plan. And obviously none of that happened. Um, And so it's been interesting because I haven't felt like, doing much self-promotion um it's been feeling like a really sort of like introspective uh politically active socially conscious sort of you feel a little more creatively stunted a little bit i feel creatively stunted i'm such a collaborator like i love to work with other people just talking about this on the phone i was like if you leave me alone in the room, I'm just going to completely shut down. But if you say like, here are three ideas I'm thinking about, I'm just a mile a minute, like here's how we can do them. So I think like everyone at this point, you know, we're more than half a year in and we're all sort of learning how we're going to adapt and collaborate and work on things. So I appreciate that. And, and, and I'm just doing a lot more podcasting and a lot more producing, which is what I'm doing from home. It's, I feel crazy that I haven't performed mm. since February. My last show was February 15th in New York City at wow. Rock Bar. That was the last time I got on a mic and performed. I did some digital. And do we know if Rock Bar still exists? Or <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know. I kind this of is does. also where we're at, though. It's mm-hmm. like when we are back out in the world, are the places we perform not going to still be there? Correct. Now, what I will took- be normal. Exactly. Yeah. I I took a I took a, a Pandy road trip uh, okay. to Illinois. And I have to say uh, that I want to thank you on two different levels because mm-hmm. I caught up on so many race chasers. Oh, sure. Uh, I had forgotten like that I had put that down. Right. I, like they gave you a mic girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, they're letting her talk now. I was like, all right, bitch. So, um, <laughs> so, so race chaser, you've been, you've been producing that show since its beginning. Yeah. Um, two and uh, a half years now such a and such it's a, so good it's such a good show they're so good together willem and alaska yeah. um uh and and you've just recently like uh ventured off uh with mom correct yeah, yeah. so tell us about race chaser and mom and all that shit so essentially the network that we work with for race chaser 
uh, Forever Dog really loved what we were doing. And they basically said, like, um, I mean, they Forever Dog has been a huge proponent of supporting um, comedy talent and queer talent, mostly from New York. They also now have obviously an LA branch and, but drag was sort of like outside of their realm. And I think there's something so interesting about being queer creators that it feels like world of wonder or like this company reverie or like, you know, whatever they have these, um, these strongholds or these perceived strongholds on like producing queer content or queer talent and the reality is is like there are queer people everywhere making things and uh basically forever dog was smart in saying we want to co-opt not co-opt but we want to capitalize we want to like take advantage of the fact that willem and alaska are big names in this community and we want to give them their own network so under the guise of forever dog willem alaska and i are working on mom which is moguls of media and we moved sloppy seconds under that umbrella we launched the chop with latrice and manila we just launched um very that with raja and delta very funny which is listening to raj and delta just shoot the shit about anything is incredible i could Um, listen to raja all day exactly exactly and so um and and i when you really break it down yeah it's like a bunch of people going oh it's just drag race girls doing drag race things but what it is is it's people who have been for years plucked and used to make money by companies actually taking the reins and saying we are the executive producers we run the thing and we are all like literally i have calls with willem and alaska where we talk about programming for the network where we talk about what other shows are we going to launch what should we do on the shows like they're executive producing all of these shows and it's not like um some other place where you go like, okay, just clock in, clock out. And now you're branded under us. It's like, it's a drag queen run network that I manage, which is really incredible. Um, so we have your co-host uh, oh, yes. on this show, Sorry probably more than we should, <laughs> should? at all. Or ever. like to. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> what a mess, uh, huh? Sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, so also, I caught up on all the sloppy seconds that uh, that I've that I've uh, missed, and y'all, I here. In, in, it's so funny. It's so great. How it, and and you can be honest with us because she she knows us and she she, <laughs> she knows how we really feel. Do you want to jump ship like every day? Like, are you just ready to run? People has. <laughs> An it factor. I don't know if it's the it factor. (laughs) She has an it factor. We're like like a cousin it factor. (laughs) No, but this is this is like honestly, I I jokingly drag Meatball all the time because I I am such a workaholic, and Meatball tends to be more of a like a normal person who's like, don't call me at nine p.m. to talk about something that you could just text me about in the morning. But I'm like, yeah. I'm in the zone. I got to do it. <laughs> so like, I jokingly say that she's like lazy and doesn't work hard and whatever. But like, Meatball has something where when I see her little story on Instagram is up, I'm like, I want to look at you it. Look at it. Mm-hmm. And you look like, at it. There's mm-hmm. something, and so I feel really lucky to be partnered with Meatball because there's something so. I mean, I don't want to say seductive, but it is seductive about how they 
perform what they put out their content their jokes like all of that stuff i i am a fan of meatball and so it's cool that i get to co-host the show with meatball yeah so i'm into it i'm very happy it, it, i think we're in like a, a fun moment in our show because we're able to do whatever we want now and this is so fun <laughs> Well, I love having Meatball on, yeah. uh, even even before. I think she was coming on before she was even on Dragula. Uh, oh, completely. She um, was. Was she? Okay, good. We started showing up at the same time. Oh, oh, oh my God. Well, then she brought you. Um, well, <laughs> you, you really can get away with anything, and you really do try to push the limits and beat dead horses. Now, you've been going on about fisting for a long fucking time, and did you freeze? Oh, he did. Oh no! See, we we're just about to talk about fisting, and uh, oh man, and Dipper froze. Don't and worry. I love talking. Internet. I love talking about fisting. We'll let her. Uh, we'll let her Wi-Fi catch up with her. <laughs> what if big tech is just like what fisting? No, silence it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, happening, Zoom. <laughs> it's happening on Zoom. So <laughs> the, the, the fisting is happening on Zoom. Uh, oh. He'll come She's back. completely gone. Wow, she hates us. Yeah, she has to. <laughs> she has to come back. Oh my god, a cyber th- bot thought just started following me on Instagram. She said, "Searching for serious relationships on oh. Instagram." You're that girl for sure. Yeah, definitely the girl with a serious relationship. Come mm-hmm. through, sis. <laughs> I had a great day this morning. Picture it by the pool. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're ah! real very real yeah. no she's very real 100 mm-hmm. and wants to date you i wish i had someone to bang my butt <laughs> no she did not say that oh my mood. god to bang my butt <laughs> mood should i share that to my story i mean yeah uh, absolutely i don't like that at all <laughs> Looking for my someone. Instagram does not look like that. <laughs> I get the occasional uh, spam bot thought. Yeah, I get the grow your Instagram account and all of oh, that, yeah. and like be a brand person, be a brand ambassador. Oh, bitch! If I get another DM, blah blah blah, to collab with mm-hmm. us, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I would suck an ugly dick to make sure that never happened again. Although I did answer at one time when I thought that they could make my dogs a star. <laughs> I was I like, mean, oh, my dogs have to just wear costumes. Like I can Oh, do there this. she is. There she is. Sorry. Welcome back. Welcome. I, don't know, I don't know what happened. Well, you know, we find out that people with money have shitty Wi-Fi. So <laughs> Meatball uh, Meatball ran over and unplugged me because I was trying to call. She was, she was. She All right. I know exactly where we left off. Ready? Yes. Okay. So you can literally get away with anything you were talking about that. And, uh, well, and and you sure do like to beat a dead horse of a joke. So you talk about fisting so much. And well, you <laughs> did you just freeze again? Damn. Well, we could go back to looking at Jessica uh, Scott's <laughs> Instagram. That's so funny. This is so funny. Wow. We're gonna, we, we will talk about fisting. That's so funny that it's right when he tries to answer about I know. fisting. It's like the moment I want to talk about fisting, you freeze. Maybe we <laughs> should start with um the squishy, di- the silicone dick he touched. Did you listen oh, to that yeah. episode? Oh, yeah. I've touched a lot of silicone dicks in my life. Have you? Yes. What do you think that sex toys are made out of? Silicone. No, like to- a silicone pumped dick. 
a dick that is pumped out. Oh, oh, there he is. <laughs> I, don't know what, I, I don't know what keeps happening. <laughs> I was like, every time I want to talk about fisting, you freeze up. And then I said we should talk about pumped dick touching instead. Oh, and Diana no. didn't get it. All right. So you talk about fisting <laughs> a lot. All right. But you have something happening special on Zoom in November. Tell us what, what you're doing. Well, don't slander Zoom because they won't let us do it. So it's not happening on Zoom. Oh, oh well, that's probably why they do shut it. you down twice. Did you have yes, to exactly. ask them or something? Like, did you... no, 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 no. Uh, we could. I think we could do it on Zoom, but we we're we're doing it. We're figuring out the final details. We have a couple different backup options, but we're trying to make it like sort of the best version. Anyways, November nineteenth, Meatball and I are hosting Fist Giving. It's our Thanksgiving live stream event with. Fame. No, the internet does not want this event to happen. Silicone dicks is shocking to me. Doesn't that just we totally? Oh, yeah. no, it's it's a weird wait. Yeah, they'll get it. It sounds so di- dangerous. It is. And they'll get it in their dick and balls and just to make it look swollen because they like to like walk around with people s- staring at it. Because oh it's like they're not like anyone who is anyone isn't staring at that being like, oh, that looks like a, just a naturally big dick. You know, I, know. What I, mean? that's, I don't think that's why they're looking at it. Like, I don't think they care. Oh, they just want it to be like a grotesque picture. They're just I like, mean, oh, elephantitis is sexy. That's hot. I love. <laughs> um, I hooked up with a guy who had silicone ball in his balls, and it was really weird. I didn't know he had it. And so <laughs> what? Like, it. so what? He went like down, and it was just. <laughs> Did you have to be careful with them? No, I went down and I- Did you slap them? I would have slapped them. I would have slapped them. I would have. I was um, very closely inspecting them, let's just say. And um, I was like, these are not normal. No. And silicone is known for dimpling. (laughs) Like, why would you go with silicone? Oh, I don't like any of that. I know. Yeah, he was an older gentleman. I didn't ask questions. (gasps) I just didn't talk about it. Uh, there's um a crazy person in San Francisco who like has a pack. We gotta start the show. You tell her there's a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought this all was the show. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on. Where's our guest? I'm so confused. I thought we were on a break from the show. That's why I was. No, he's coming back. Oh, okay, great. Okay, there you oh. go. <laughs> So back to fisting. Yeah, so we're talking about fisting here. Maybe we should call it mousing or something. So Zoom <laughs> doesn't shut else. us down. Yeah, and you, like- said, you said November 19th. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then it shut down. Yeah. Girl, I, I, th- what's wild is this never happens. I'm on Zoom all day, every day. Um, so... On November 19th, Meatball and I are hosting Fist Giving with uh, porn star uh, famed fist receiver Hunger FF, who, if you look him up on Twitter, be ready. He can take an entire arm inside of him. That's hot. Uh, he, he, he goes like all the Where way. Where does it and go? He calls himself a physical anomaly. Look. He, you know, like he, he has said that. Um, if people have their first fisting experience with him, he tells them this is not normal. Yeah, that's like a cow. Yes, <laughs> like, yes very, mu- very much. Yeah, so. very much. 
I like so, that. So, I like that. Introducing yourself is <laughs> not normal. Hi, I'm Maxwell. I'm an experience. <laughs> I'm a physical. I'm an anomaly. Yeah, exactly. No, but so uh, we're going to like chit chat with him a little bit, do a little Q&A, then do a physical demonstration that people can watch on the live stream, play a couple games and, you know, celebrate the giving part of Thanksgiving, but with a fist called fist. I'm giving. interested to know when and, and November no, 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 no. <laughs> this is just a question that you can ask on my behalf when and how did he realize that he liked big things in his asshole <laughs> yeah I mean for for me uh as like someone who enjoys giving a fist oh you're a fister are you yeah. And for me, like, it, it, you know, just like watching porn and then you like come across a fist video and the thought of putting a hand inside someone doesn't make me go, ah, it makes me go, hmm. <laughs> Things that make you go. <laughs> like the kombucha girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, it, it was it's that response completely. And then you go like, oh, OK, I might be into this. And then, you know, it's like when you're fucking someone and you start to like play with their asshole a little bit and you're like, girl, let me get more than three, four fingers in there. And you're like, Oh, I have an urge to try. My God. Dipper. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) fucking like Helen Keller down there, just batting around. like trying to. Well, Meatball wants to do the, how many fingers am I holding up game with him? uh, Is Meatball fisting him? No, so Meatball and I are going to be on one side of the stream and he lives in Fort Lauderdale. So he and his participant, his uh, arm, arm and fist, will be on the other and we'll be doing it. It'll be like a live stream. you know. Now are you just going to show the arm and dress it up and not show the rest of the face? Yeah, what, what's the arm just wearing? Just like make, put the googly eyes and let it <laughs> tell its own yeah, What is the arm wearing? You know, people yeah. said art was going to really die in 2020 and I would just really like to applaud you guys for, yeah. for keeping art, it. Uh, I mean, my art pop could mean anything, and I think it's beautiful. Well, listen, I think that I think like I I I I I just outside of the interview portion, I just don't know how fascinating fisting is because you can see it anywhere, right? Like you can Google fisting and see. I mean, I I I am. This is the thing when it comes to fisting, I do not trust anyone enough to do it to me and they should never trust me enough to do it to them because like but i i do like a platform where i could ask questions and watch it in action yeah like (laughs) and get some backstory now fisting with a fisting with fisting like for uh uh like with a vagina to me Uh makes sense because a vagina makes me go a a vagina (laughs) is meant to be like a vagina is meant to stretch you know but like well, what I'll say is going back to our conversation about Meatball's it factor, where else can you see fisting and then Meatball in full drag going, oh, <laughs> in the same moment? And that's what we're delivering on fisting. So is Meatball a fister or a fisty? Is she into No, she hates it. She always asks the question, but she hates it. She hates the fact that I, um, in an earnest way, participate. That you like to check it. people's pulses. Uh, uh-huh. like to feel their heart. It feels, listen, listen, it feels very powerful. But yeah, I would you never stop scrubbing my nails. Someone. Yeah, you could, <laughs> wreck, never you could ruin someone's life. That's what I'm saying. That's the trust I don't get. I can't get there. 
Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's not for no, everyone. I'll just I'm say a frigid that. bitch when it comes to fisting. <laughs> and diapers and what other things? Listen, fascinated with diapers. You know that fascinated. <laughs> fascinated. I interviewed the whole bar. Okay. Um, have, did you ever go oh to the bullet uh, dipper? The bullet? The, the bullet. bullet up in North Hollywood? Yeah. Did you ever, yeah, did you ever yeah. go to the diaper party? The diaper party. I didn't go to you the diaper You should check out the party. diaper party. It's an interesting experience. There's, I mean, listen, there's something for mm-hmm. everyone. Truly. And honestly. And where I can be like, yeah, you know, sometimes shit happens when you're fisting and it can get messy or like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I still like enjoy it. I'm like into it. And so like in the way that I go like diapers, what are you talking about? Or like other people's fetishes. I'm like, oh, I'm not into feet, you know, like whatever it is. It's like, well, girl, there's something. Yeah, I'll if never... you can find a community for it, it's probably not that weird, I guess. I Correct. Right? Yeah, you guys have listeners. Yeah, very good, very <laughs> comparison. You know, you know, now that Dan, uh, now that Big Dipper's fucking Wi-Fi's working, she's awfully sassy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we have so many crossover listeners from Sloppy Seconds. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Oh, great. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Uh, now, before we go uh, any further, I want to do a personal shout out to Hallie Moon because mm-hmm. uh, they are a fabulous drag performer that likes to perform at Learn the Words, bitch. And uh, they gave us jewelry. They gave us earrings. Oh. She okay. sent us the sweetest note and the cutest earrings. Yeah, mine, has, me? mine yeah. has a queen on it. Mine has the queen of England on it. and uh, Mine has a moon on it. Uh-huh. And mine has a star because we all know why. (laughs) So thank you so much. We love gifts. Gifts are always nice. Yeah, she was concerned that it was creepy. And my opinion is gifts are never creepy, ever. Uh, I mean, I think that's the best. If if they, if you somehow got my address, like (laughs) yeah, like don't put blood on it. (laughs) What about the gift of chlamydia? (laughs) That's a gift that keeps giving if you don't do it right. But you can return it. <laughs> That's true. You can. Listeners, you can return chlamydia. We do these listener questions every week. So if you'd like your questions, concerns, or comments right on this show, please go to the TonySodaShow.com and just leave your message. It's right there at the top. It's very easy. It's like a fucking message box. It's simple. So leave hey. it. Um, I'm going to kick us off this week with our first question. Uh, let me see what it says. This is from three relatives with COVID. It says, oh, what do you think? Uh, oh, sorry. What do you think having a Democrat in office will do for COVID? I lost my grandma, uncle, and my sister is sick Ugh. right now. I think Trump fucked it up so bad that Joe can't fix it. No one will stay home. And I think that is what needs to happen. All my family got sick because they had to go back to work. Hmm. I'm sorry. That's awful. That's so sad. That's and I'm terrible. so sorry. Um, we could just hope. I mean, well, this is the thing. It's like uh, this is a this is a concern because, in my opinion, I think that we need a countrywide lockdown for at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. We wear like, like longer, but yeah. Well, you know, well, listen, Americans didn't want to wear masks after the first fucking like three days of it right. or whatever. What do you think about this, Big Dipper? What do you think about like people having to go to work and COVID and? And, and will a Biden I mean, administration have any effect, do you think? My hope, I mean, but again, it all depends on the Senate, but my hope is that, um, you know, 
the moment after Biden's in office, there's this conversation about like, okay, over the next two weeks, don't, don't flip out, but go shopping and get ready because February is going to be stay at home month. We're also going to on the first, give everyone a stimulus check and we're all going to stay at home for the month of February and celebrate black history month, but staying at home. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that that is a thing, but here's what, you know, we're half a year in everyone is fucking sick of it already. So, now t- is the time to start taking it seriously but everyone has the uh, fucking pandemic you fatigue know, they're over here's it the thing that pisses me off everyone's over it but we didn't do anything yet you know what i mean like like honestly Ever. that's the thing it's like it's like we haven't even put in the work like they had uh hair cutting protests in orange county like a Girl. month in so yeah. so so diana what do you think is there hope for like, and I'm not even talking about the world. I'm talking about the American people to fucking actually put their bullshit selfishness aside and get a hold of this. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I think there is because we're just behind. We're so behind. And as long as we just keep screaming and we have an administration that is screaming science, science, doctors, doctors, whatever we do is going to be an improvement on this ridic- ridiculous response. I think. First of all, I love the cameo. You just pulled a dog out of your laptop. (laughs) 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 Well, she was a birthday. uh, She did work at birthday parties, you know, so she couldn't. (laughs) Um, Maxwell. I also would love everyone who is out partying and having prides and going to circuit parties. Y'all get the first vaccine. Give them, give them the first vaccine. I'll take the, I'm happy to stay in the mo- the house for another week, uh, month and I'll take the second wave of vaccines. But give these, give the dumb people who won't do anything else but go out in the world, give them the first vaccine. But they so won't because they get- have deep-seated beliefs about vaccines. But my thing is the real talk, real talk, I've been doing it right. So like I've Thanks. been, I've been doing this pandemic correctly. So, and I'm worried about a, a, a Trump administration vaccine. So although this Pfizer thing gives me hope because it's not at all regular. Right. by the government and you know they're 90 percent uh recidivism uh, rate of effectiveness so you know it's there are things maxwell you have hope you said you have hope i mean i have hope that biden will definitely tell everybody they need to stay the fuck home like people like there can be no the issue is is there was never people it was like unfairly spread there was never a point where there was not normalcy created so there Mm -hmm. were people still doing normal things which then creates this fomo energy of like well they're going to work and these people are working so they don't realize going to the store is a big deal or it's so when we should have been jealous of europe who got a summer yeah well i got i got i got some inside news from uh my hometown which is like a town of like about six thousand people at this point and um I I think that it's I think it was like 70 people got COVID over the weekend there uh, in a town of 6,000 folks and what I've also heard is that because they hate Pritzker who's closing it all down again because he's a stupid piece of shit (laughs) um, they are all getting COVID but they're for one reason or another they're not going to the doctor or or whatever because they don't want the local bar to be closed down um you know or or there's you know we can't work we can't afford to uh, not go to work so i can't not go to work so they're like openly spreading it 
Um, but 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 this is where it comes to a financial situation. The government has to give us a thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. to at least, uh, and that's minimum a month mm-hmm. to, to to help get through this, so we can stay home. Anyway, who fucking knows? We'll see. Who's next? Oh, that's me. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, right on topic. Pandemic fucking. <laughs> Tony, how are you on your path to pandemic, Dick? Have you had any luck? I just can't do it. (laughs) It's icky, right? I just can't do it because the thing is, is like, so I had, I had uh, lunch recently with a very good friend who has found himself in uh, kind of a relationship. I mean, like, like, but this is a friend who is like, I'm not really much of a relationship person. And I kind (laughs) of feel like because of the situation, you know, it's becoming more that because if you're going to fuck somebody, you kind of have to be like, are you, you know, there's, there's like, uh, you gotta be. Yeah. And and my thing is, is like my sex life has always been hooking up. Like I'm never on the prowl for a husband and, 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 and I don't want to have that much dialogue between us either in the middle of doing it. So it's like, there's too much work to go into just getting dick now. And I'm like, I'm not going to get roped into no relationship out of fucking nowhere. You know, I'm not going to wake up one day and it's going to be like four months later and not some guy's going to still be here. I live in a studio for my dead body. What do you think about this uh, Big Dipper? Well, you know, it is a lot of work. You have to ask for a lot more things. I just uh, got STD tested and COVID tested this week. So I have a whole scroll page on my phone of just like negative results across the board. So part of me is like, I feel like I'm not trying to break the seal. Mm -hmm. Like, like. Like I did, I did mess around a little bit and suck some pandemic dick, you know, with, with a person we had like a sort of regular scenario going on. And then I did, you know, when that faded away, I did hook up with like a, you know, whatever, but, but dick it is was fine. all sucking dick is fine. Like glory you know, holes are fine. It's not, it's just wear a mask, you know, when we have sex, you know, behind the parking lot of the whatever grocery store, you know, like, you're you so know, I don't know. I, I mean, I know during lockdown, my husband and I were having a lot of sex, but now that he goes to work every day, mm, you're like, on yeah, I'm just, <sighs> well, that, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you, you never know. And so part of me is like, okay, well, I, I took a little bit of risk. I did have a con- a COVID conversation with every person that I ended up having sex with, but you don't fucking know what they're going to say or if they're right. lying or whatever. I mean, but I it's don't so- trust anybody. Nope. I mean, but it's no, no different than like going into a room with your friends. Like if you were sitting in a room with your friends without a mask on, I mean, correct. It's no different. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's a little different because that's a stranger that you don't know that that stranger, what friends that stranger is hanging airborne, out with. It's an airborne thing. So if you're all sitting in the room breathing the same air, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're still in theory exposing yourself the same way as you would as it. But that's not necessarily true right. either. No, I guess I was just saying more so for the people that have uh, expanded their circle a ah, little more. It is it. no different yes. than having that person in your pod in your you know house or. Right. Like- if I expand my circle your dicks in my mouth that's that's where like if you want to have lunch with me you better bring something else for me to eat on because 
there needs to be some more benefits to me expanding this. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 I I mean, my whole thing is, it's like, I am an HIV positive man who is uh, thriving in that situation. I'm not trying to go out and pick up another virus just because it's hot and trendy right now. Uh, and, And I long for the days when sex was fun. Like when I was in Palm Springs recently and I was just like, uh, I, I wasn't able to go get sh- like sleazy out in some dark corner of the town. I was like, eh, <laughs> this is. Yeah, you're like, why did I drive the to the desert? It's why too- am I here? It's yeah. too hot. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. like fucking like, you know, I like fun sex. You know, I don't like any of that. Like, I don't want to like, don't you fucking ask to cuddle. All right. Who's going to take, who's going to end this show? Me. Um, okay. A human person writes. Just finished listening to the whole six or so years of the show. What a journey. I love you, Tony and Maxwell. Welcome to the team, Diana. You are a doll. Just one request. Can you guys hate on white straight men? It has been a while since you did, and they honestly deserve it. Well, human human person, we had... We had Rachel here that really like kind of kept fueling the straight man hate fire, but like Diana's married and she's locked up in her house. So we, I don't interact with straight men. So like, yeah, and she's, married to a, she's married to I'm, a white guy. Too. I'm married to a white guy and I just think it's fascinating. I'm just trying to get into <laughs> within the enemy's mind, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, listen, a human person, I, I, when I got this question, I actually did go back because we did really go in. And I would like you to know it is open season once again on uh, on uh, white males and females. They yeah, because I really feel like the the white female is they definitely voted for Trump. Fifty five percent of them voted yeah. for fucking Trump. So and let's girl. not let that. Let's not let them go so, and just no. focus on their male counterparts. So there. Go ahead. Dipper. I was going to say there. Oh, oh go ahead, Maxwell. Go ahead, Dipper. No, Max, I, Maxwell, you go. I was just going to say there was a tweet that really summarized it well and said, I'm so glad all the white ladies spent June listening, listen, or like listening and learning and reading to only learn that they, in fact, like racism. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, the lesson I the lesson we learned from, you know, our introspection. No, I was just going to say six years. That is so incredible. Major congratulations for having a show for six yeah well thank you so much so incredible and maxwell have you been from the beginning oh you joined i joined when i moved to la like a couple months in so i'm like a may 2016 it was before trump because this was we started we started with uh you're still an obama baby we started (laughs) with with, uh with lucy whack aka dusty balls and shea kool-aid yes so those those were a fabulous guest judge on learn the words all right yeah you had so many great, such what a pool of talent Listen, here. At the you know, this is the thing show. about this show, honestly, um, because we've been doing, I've been doing this show. I, I self-produce the show. This show is completely done yeah. by me. I do everything um, and outside of, you know, my fabulous cast. And it's like, for, for a show that doesn't have like a huge base, like, right. I've talked to a lot of really interesting people on the show. You know, yeah. like, I've had a lot of like really awesome guests on this show. So, and stars well thank you for the stars like you stars like you listen (laughs) dipper i'm not some of them have become our friends you know dipper (laughs) dipper you know i i i always say it every time i think you're on the show i always say it i met you right when you were discussing becoming dipper like i i met you right at that at the moment when you're like i'm about to fucking because we were we were literally in bloomington normal 
at a theater conference uh-huh. and we were we were, <laughs> sep- we were working separate booths and uh, <clears throat> I had and, and then Shea Coulee was there and yes. you were like hey and we realized we all three knew each other and then you're like I'm gonna become Big Dipper and I was like oh I can't wait to see what that looks like. And you interviewed me. That was the first ever press interview I ever did when I launched my first music right. videos. With I, listen, I'll always support you. I know, I know, I have, uh, I know, I have Meatball on more than you, but she's always available. She, like you, <laughs> you really do work a lot more than that lazy bitch. So, <laughs> listen, different. Topic. I also love that Maxwell is fully lounge. Oh, like, always, just, always, just surrounded by pillows. Said, do you, do you need me to exert any energy? You know, the, the thing listen. about the thing about this though is honestly, I feel like since COVID, I don't need to have guests in here in my apartment anymore. Like this is perfectly fine for me. This works perfectly. Yeah. Uh, we're comfortable in our own homes. I feel like it opens up a freeness <laughs> to it all. So very yeah. comfortable here. No one's ever late. <laughs> No, well, <laughs> well, that's, that's not true. Uh, I mean, Dipper, us, that's three. <laughs> Dipper, tell people uh, where they can find you on social media. Tell people where they direct people to you. Yes, uh, you can follow me at Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram and Twitter. My new music video for Backup Off Me is now on YouTube starting November 24th. I will be streaming every Tuesday night on the Growler app. That's for bears to have sexual hookups. Uh, But they have a live streaming platform. So I'm doing a weekly live stream for four weeks on the Growler app. And if you are interested and curious about fisting, you can join Meatball and I uh, when we do our Sloppy Seconds Presents Fist Giving live stream on November 19th. You can get your tickets at sloppysecondstickets.com. Uh, and if you like to hear me talk, I have a podcast with Meatball called Sloppy Seconds. It comes out every Tuesday and Friday. It's very good, guys. It's, for, it, it, it's, it's very, very it, funny. It's a very, very funny show. You guys have a good rapport. And that's hard to find. Honestly, it's hard. Um, yeah, I'm lucky. Diana. Well, uh, Donald Trump's not president, so I'll remain on social media. Hey. Uh, yay! Because yay, he's not going to take down dissenters <laughs> in his second term. So uh, you can find me at Diana D with three E's, Luna. And that's it. That's that's the only place I'm staying. Maxwell. Um, I have a new millennial moment with Maxwell coming out on my Yay! Instagram TV. We take a break from really? politics and do something a little just like more casual, just something a little bit more like vibetacular. Um, and you could see me being a fool on my Instagram at MaxWestVizito. Uh, being really cute with my hair extension. Yes, bitch. Um, <laughs> guys, if you like the Tony Soto Show, uh, go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it, like it, rate it. Leave a message about it. Uh, we always love to hear it. Also, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every Thursday with my good Judy Casey Lai. You can listen to that anywhere podcasts are streamed. It's always a good time. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. Um, until next week. Next week, who do we have on next week? Oh, next week we have Joe Mama, activist and drag performer. Oh, amazing. The one who started it all with the Tranica drama. Uh, you know, because I feel like they're only really talking to the more famous queens, and I want to talk to the one who actually started the drama. So we're talking to Joe Mama 
we did just have we had Lucy Stool coming up on Zombies. Yeah, we had we had we had Lucy and Bambi on okay. a couple of weeks yes, ago, yes. and uh, but but and you know we've talked to Shay about it. No, we didn't talk to Shay. I talked to Shay about it in my own life. But like, um, I want to hear from Joe jo Mama. So jo we Mama. talked to Pearl about it. Oh, that's right. We talked to Pearl. Oh, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked Amazing to a lot of people about it when we're not Pearl. recording, like in between breaks. Yeah. <laughs> well, real quick before we go, over our uh, team building weekend night, I was told by Taco Bay that I sh- I talk about Tranica too much. Uh, but but here's oh, the yeah, thing. Yeah, that cut deep, huh? But, well, <laughs> well, well, I don't know that it cut deep, but like I've explained why. Because the <sighs> thing is, is I've not talked about Tranica for six years, really. You know, she's even been a guest on this show be- a couple of times. So like, I feel like I was part of the problem because of my silence, because I knew she was garbage forever. But I kept my mouth shut and I didn't use my platform to say it because I was playing politics because I know that if my drag performer friends could suffer, that live in Chicago, could suffer from what I say and maybe not get booked. So my penance is I'm going to talk about it more because just because Tranica is gone doesn't mean the problem is gone. And like a true Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> Stan, Stan Taco Bay. I was wrong, but I'm going to talk about it now. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, yeah, I, yeah, listen, this is, this is, this is accountability. This is mm-hmm. what we need from people. And mm-hmm. this is what we don't get. So and also, I'm still looking at that scent race in Alaska. Guys, got to go next week. See you later. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.